The Rudy Giuliani Show. With Rudy Giuliani, and it is time for the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome, America, and welcome to another confusing day in the history of this Biden criminal investigation that seems to be going on now for, at least for me, since November of 2018, when I was first informed, to my surprise, that Hunter Biden, that Joe Biden was a major crook and uh, involved in up to his neck in bribes, particularly in the Ukraine. So um, today's episode, this plea deal, this very cute, patently dishonest, fixed, contrived plea deal emanating from a now thoroughly uh, uh, thoroughly a crooked Justice Department uh, was going to allow him to plead for all these extraordinary crimes, only probably a third of which you've, you've even heard about. They're going to kind of allow him to plead to nothing. Uh, he was going to plead to um, some form of misdemeanor tax violation, bearing no relationship to the enormity of the tax crimes that he committed. And also, he was going to defer prosecution for one of the serious, only one of the serious tax crimes he committed, which was walking around with a gun uh, and, um, number one, lying on the form, and number two, uh, as a drug addict, possessing a gun, which is, of course, very dangerous. That's a 10-year felony. That's the one they were going to forget about because he's such a good boy. And he is such a child, they can allow him to go under a provision largely meant for children, and that's um, pre-trial diversion. Which that, what that means is uh, you get a charge against you, not really quite formal, but there's a charge against you. In this case, um, I assume it was going to be for the gun, for lying and getting a gun. Uh, not the more serious possession of a gun while uh, an addict, which carries 10 years in prison and is a pretty major felony. And he's a pretty clear example of one who violated it. There are pictures of him on the train. Um, there are pictures, pictures of him rather in the car with the gun uh, at a time when he's clearly on drugs. Uh, he writes about it in his book. <laughs> there are pictures of him the day before or the day or right within close proximity to his buying uh, this gun. And there are also pictures of him at various times driving automobiles while under the influence of uh, crack cocaine, where he is very happily smoking it and putting the lives of every child in front of him in jeopardy. This is an aggravated, uh, therefore, gun violation. And uh, therefore, the, de the, the, the decision to basically can it as if he were a 14-year-old with a deferred prosecution, stinks to high heaven and only could happen at a Justice Department run by a crooked, warped attorney general like Merritt Garland, who will go down in history as maybe our worst attorney general. Uh, if not, he'll be in a panoply of two or three others. The man who came into the office with a very fine reputation, he's leaving it as one of the biggest scoundrels in American history, uh, largely because he does the bidding of a major criminal, Joe Biden. So the judge, 
I don't know much about this judge. Uh, it, it is in Delaware, and, and I am told, and this is not my statement, this is the statement of several very high-ranking officials in Delaware, Democrat and Republican. The Bidens own Delaware, and they have been one major pain in the ass for 30 years or more. Every one of them gets in trouble. Every one of them seeks preferential treatment. Every one of them is arrogant as hell. Every one of them throws their weight around. I would take possibly the exception of Bo out of that. And almost every one of them has been in serious trouble of one kind or another, uh, including the domestic violence they overlook. So um, this, is, this is not a well-liked family, but it is a very feared family to such an extent that uh, John Mac Isaac feared for his life. Um, so when, when, when we are talking about uh, this plea uh, going down in a district court in, 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 in Delaware, I mean, I don't, as again, I don't know this judge, but I don't know what's on her mind. Looks to me, and I didn't see the transcript, or so I'm, deal, I'm dealing with results, right? After the testimony of the last two weeks, which this judge uh, is not immune from, nor does she have to be, the plea deal would have to be the result of severe corruption on the part of the Justice Department, the IRS. Uh, she heard, I'm sure, the testimony of the IRS agents who have no reason in the world to lie, uh, saying that they were prohibited from questioning uh, anyone. Uh, Hunter, they couldn't question Hunter's, is it Hunter's sister or Joe's sister that got a whole big wad of cash from Ukraine and they wanted to question her about why the hell, you know, what What did you do for this money? And um, they never got to question her. They were They were stopped. Whenever agents are stopped from asking questions, it's worth an, a, a, a corruption uh, investigation. Sometimes they're stopped because they're being overzealous. Sometimes they're stopped because they themselves maybe are seeking the wrong kind of uh, situation. But that wasn't the case here. This was too highly observed for anyone to slip in at this point now a bribe and after all the Bidens weren't around to direct it right now if they were you can be sure there would be bribes because they saw government uh, situations as opportunities to go chink 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 which is why they're worth probably around 100 million so the uh, Justice Department and the and, and really the IRS was blocked in really doing this investigation. Um, they were they were not allowed to interview, uh, obviously Joe, Hunter, Devin Archer, Hunter and Joe's sisters. I don't know how you figure this out without it. With it, they came up with a pretty good case, and it was would have been a felony case in uh, in Delaware and possibly some other counts in California, and both cases were turned down by the U.S. attorneys there, uh, and the attorney general did nothing to fix that, even though he said he would not interfere with the special prosecutor. 
So you got that. Then you've got this testimony that they had to have heard last week from two uh, career FBI uh, IRS agents saying that they were interfered with, corrupted, threatened, hurt because they wanted to pursue from Hunter to Joe, and the evidence was there to do the pursuit, including the evidence that that Joe uh, has received substantial amounts of money. The idea that there's no evidence that Joe has received money is nonsense. There is so much evidence that he has, including his son's admission that he has, several documents that put money into his hands, and several statements that he's made. Uh, so they wanted to they, they wanted to go into greater detail on that, and they wanted to look into the money from China, U- the rest of the money from Ukraine, the money from Russia, money from Romania, to see if there was a connection between all those things. Because they just had the Ukrainian situation. Cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off. An experienced agent knows immediately why that's happening when now, I guess at this point, the president of the United States is Joe Biden. Um, so they come up with this plea that the agents don't agree with, they cut out of. That's a full plea. And uh, it goes before federal district judge Mary Ellen Noriega. Uh, Mary Ellen Noriega is appointed by uh, uh, Trump, but nominated by Biden, which is often the case in a small state. Uh, and I guess someone uh, um, I, I guess that Trump followed that rule because she had the approval of Biden when she went on the, on the bench. I don't think she has it today. Today she listened to it and she said, no way, I'm not taking this plea. And I'll tell you why she didn't take the plea. Because the plea stinks up the court. It stinks up America. It's a disgrace to us. It's a uh, it's an atrocity. It makes America look crooked. It's an embarrassment. And it should be thrown out on the due process. There is a due process concept that a case can be so corrupted by the prosecutor that you don't even have to go too far just to throw it out. Now, I'm going to tell you every one of these cases is in that category. It's exactly what should happen to the case brought by Jack Smith. It's exactly what should happen to the case in New York. It's exactly what should happen to the investigation of Jack Smith. And it's exactly what should happen to the case in in uh, New Jersey, in, uh, in Atlanta, because these cases are all contrived and they are part of the chapter. They're all part of the um, so far last chapter in the book frame uh, D- Donald Trump Jr. So the judge did a gutsy thing. No plea. We see where we go from here. Sounds like a hearing. A hearing is going to blow this thing wide open. We'll be back in a moment or two and explain to you how it gets blown open and then go to your phone calls.
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Down, down. Will you, will you stop biting the Secret Service, damn it? Come on. Th- those guys work for the United States. What? We're going to have to take one of them. Ted. One of those yes. Secret Service agents got to go to the hospital. Uh, one of, uh, Biden's dog bit him so bad he's got to go to the hospital. I don't know. This is like a second. This is the second German Shepherd that Biden and Jill have had. And this one is named Commander. The other one was named Major. Are they going up or down in rank? Because those are two different services, I guess. There's a major in the in in, in the uh, in the army and and uh, in the marines, but the c- commander comes from the navy. Is a commander equivalent to a major? I don't know, guys. Or or as a captain? Commander in chief? No, no. I think. Well, maybe. I don't think. I mean, this guy looks tougher than. Have you seen the pictures in the post? The guy looks like he'll rip your arm off. And Biden, Biden, uh, if you look at Biden and Jill, they look like they're in, uh, they look like they're being held there with about 40 guards behind them to deal with this dog. This dog has, in a few months, bitten six to seven acknowledged people, most of them Secret Service agents, two of them seriously, one of whom has gone to the hospital. I mean, this is ridiculous. And then they had a dog before that named Major, and he was ripping people's legs off. Now, I didn't have the time to do the research, and I wanted to. Who causes dogs to bite? The dog? Well, could the dog just have a feeling like he's with... Like They stuck him with one of the worst people in the world. I mean, like, man, I'd rather be alone with him. I'd rather be out with Leo Grillo at, uh, at uh, Desert Rescue than to be with this creep. Mayor, what is Leo, it? Leo, 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 you, you listen to the show today? You want to volunteer to take this poor guy? Mayor, but what does it say about Jill Biden and the fact that he's keeping this dog around after at least seven, six to seven incidents where they're biting him? Maybe this is the reason he shouldn't have his granddaughter over. The poor kid will get eaten up by the dog. I mean, this guy can't control the dog. He can't control Putin. He can't control Z. He can't control anything. He can't control his son. What would happen if Trump had a dog and that dog had uh, bitten seven people? Lawsuits. Lawsuits that have been suing him for a million, two million, five million. Oh, my gosh. And where would that dog be? I don't even want to go there. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's... I, I look, the, <laughs> people can't see the pictures. I mean, the Post may have picked the worst picture of this poor mutt, but he's got this one <laughs> He looks like... It looks like he's can swallow an arm. <laughs> but he has that. We shouldn't laugh about this. 
he has he has put a couple of these, he has put a secret service agent in the hospital. What, what do you think That's the secret service? What's the secret service think of this? What do you oh, think those guys and those women man, are saying oh, uh, behind the president's I don't know. Back? Lucky these guys are under control. Can you imagine trying to do your job Lucky as a member of the secret service? they're under service? control because that gun <laughs> And you got to deal with a rabid dog? Some of the guys I knew in the old days, this dog would have, have this poor dog would have met some kind of accident. He would have walked into a gun and shot it off himself. I, mean, I just don't think they would have taken this. He would have just like walked and into what a... is this? about Joe Biden, Mayor? What does it say about him that he's, he's putting this dog before his own literal protect, protection what else, service? What else can we say about Joe Biden that will get him out of the White House? He's he's taken uh, multiple millions now. I doubt we go over 31 millions. He's not only taken them from countries and bribes, he's taken them from enemy countries. He's given up crap to these people that nobody else would have had taken the money. He treats his uh, family like Look at his granddaughter. He won't even acknowledge her. He's like a miserable, evil person. He can't remember where he is half the time. He turns around and walks in the wrong direction. He says some of the stupidest things in the world. But what does it say, Mayor, that, that a rabid dog in the White House is like page 16 news? For maybe, the dog, maybe the dog is a, maybe the dog is a, you know, German shepherds are very fine dogs, and they have a, a lot of honor. Maybe the dog is just embarrassed in his little dog family that he's been put with with this rotten, perverted family. Maybe he maybe he sees what we see on the hard drive. The American people haven't seen what a perverted family they are. That could be also the case. So I'm I'm I'm. But what's your prediction? I'm blaming the dog on the owners. So what's going to happen to this dog? Make a prediction. Well, they're going to get rid of the dog. You know, they, 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 they can't be. They love dogs, but they don't love their granddaughter, right? That's a good point. Right? I wonder, I, you think they put out a Christmas stocking? They did, for the dog. For the uh, dog? I, I can't confirm that, but let they, me check on can that. Can we they find out it. if they put out, a, they put out a Christmas stocking for six grandchildren? As if they didn't have a seventh, that poor girl has to read about it. And But did they put out one for either Major or Commander? But we'll take a short break, and we'll be working assiduously on that uh, research project, and we'll come back and take your questions. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani. And we are back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And just a few reminders. And I have Dr. Maria with me. The whole retail situation in this country is now totally different than it was before the pandemic. Which means that... Uh, ca uh, uh, crash and grabs, just going into retail stores and ripping out anything you want, happens every day in almost every Democrat city in the country. And uh, the police do nothing about it. And some of the workers who try to interrupt it get fired. So, I mean, why does anybody pay for food? It, hi, by the way. <laughs> it's great to be here on the Rudy Giuliani Show. It is defining deviancy down um we're just gonna go ahead. adjust there so um it, it's every day in america we are pushing the end i say we collectively but it's it's certainly not me but it's our voted in politicians who are making it seem like it's okay to be a criminal yeah look at california right. you can steal up to nine hundred dollars and nothing happens to you 
And and when you say employees are getting fired, we've seen a case recently where a woman actually gets punched. She's bruised. She loved her job at, I think it was at Lowe's, and they fire her because she tried to interrupt a robbery. I understand both sides. On the employer's side, they don't want their employees to get hurt. So they're saying, just don't intervene. It's only merchandise. Let it go. On the other hand, if you have a good employee who's just trying to do the right thing, there's got to be a gray area. You don't say, I'm going to stick with my policy and get rid of you. Yeah, that, that idea that, you know, well, it's only merchandise. Let them take merchandise. It's only fair jumping. Let them do fair jumping. That increases murder in a city. There's, there are a hundred studies that prove that. It was proven 25 years ago by Professor Wilson and Kelling. There wasn't a criminologist worth his salt that didn't know that. And now we have a bunch of communists around saying, don't enforce any laws. And what's the difference? The difference is people are being killed left and right. People are being killed with, in, with abandon. You know, even, even the murders that took place in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s had a certain amount of discipline to them. They didn't go right up in front of a cop and murder somebody. Or they didn't go and throw somebody on a subway track for no reason. The worst year in our history in the last hundred was 2020 and the riots because it taught criminals how to act differently. And now they are encouraged by the Democrat Party to do that. Yep. I, I say it all the time when we're together on mm. uncovering the truth every Sunday. Mm. And you introduced me actually to this article in this phrase, defining deviancy down. Mm. But it's exactly what we're doing. We're saying, you know, it's okay mm. to do this. You may have had a bad childhood, right? The mm -hmm, new mm -hmm, mayor mm -hmm. of Chicago. All these children are now uh, rioting, teenagers. Yeah. They're pretty darn violent. Last weekend, yep. uh, six murders six murders and 33 shootings in Chicago last weekend. The murder's kind of low. The shooting's on par. Yeah, and he says, oh, the poor kids are, you know, don't don't talk about them bad. Don't say they're bad kids. They've probably had a rough life. Well, they're the ones killing the other kids. Yeah, instead of saying murder is wrong, robbery is wrong. The ones who aren't the bad kids are the ones who end up going in the grave. Yeah. Because they're Innocent the ones who are the victims. Are they, they are the victims of this complete uh, communist incompetence. Rudy, we're creating monsters. These kids the way they're being raised now on the streets and now to have no law enforcement no da who wants to prosecute them by the time they're probably 22 they're going to be serial killers yeah yeah and now you add to it the massive the massive number of illegal immigrants who have come over and and now we take away the word illegal when we need it most the illegal immigrants coming over are illegal because they come over illegally number one Number two, now with the with no checking on them, with no vetting except by the cartels who bring over the people they want, we have a much larger percentage of underlying criminals, real criminals coming in than we did 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah. Because the cartels send real criminals into the United States to help them kill you with fentanyl and to help China kill you with fentanyl. And the guy in the White House just sits there and watches it and indirectly encourages it by doing nothing with China to stop. It. And nobody in his administration does anybody. You know how I feel about Alejandro Mayorkas. The, he should, his dereliction of duty, I, I think the guy's the devil. I really do. 
he does not even know or he pretends he doesn't know what's happening at the border. During a congressional hearing, he was asked, and they showed him a bracelet, do you know what this is, Mr. Mayorkas? And he said, no, I don't. Almost every American knows what that is. That's how the cartel says who's coming in, where they're going. They're forever in servitude to the cartels or their children are put into sex trafficking. Well, and of course, sex trafficking, we deny. We deny it with the denial. We've seen it big time now in the last couple of weeks with this enormously successful movie, The Sound, uh, Sound of Freedom. Uh, which even uh, with the new movies that have come out, this uh, silly uh, uh, B- Bobby Barbarino, Booby Booby, whatever the heck the oh, name the is. Oh, the Barbie and Ken movie? Yeah, Bobby Isn't and Ken. is for kids? I, I mean, for I know kids, there's they're, adults are playing it, but... They're about 45 years old, the people playing it. <laughs> I know, but I think it's a kid's movie, I guess. I don't Middle-aged know. I don't Bobby, know. middle-aged Ken? Well, I think that's a little bizarre. But you know the Barbie doll. This, I played this, Barbies. They were adult doll. They were. How old were children. you when you played Barbie? Oh God, you know, eight, nine. Yeah, well, these people going to see this are like forty and fifty years old, <laughs> and this is their intellectual stimulation. Oh dear. Uh, and they're going like crazy to see it. You know but, what? We forgot how to read. When I grew up, you read, read a lot. It was encouraged. You were praised for reading. You don't have to read. I don't know. Do people Somebody will read you. And they even stop cursive writing in public schools. Why? Is it too hard? Sounds like a bad word, cursive. I mean, cursing. I think it's pretty. I know. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, when, I, when, when people yell at me on the street, the few that do, I say to them, oh, that's very, very nice vocabulary. You must have graduated from a UFT school. UFT? What the is United that? Federation of Teachers. They oh, <laughs> They don't teach things like English, reading, writing. They teach diver- diversity. Oh, yeah. Now math is racist. Uh, well, of course. Do you know how bad it is to tell a child when they say one and one? You say one and one is, and they say five, and they know it's two. That's really traumatic. You cannot say that to a child. You just have to pretend it's five, and then when the child doesn't have uh, any work for the rest of his life because nobody's going to hire him, well, that's okay, too. You know, I'm Biden so, will support them forever. I'm so used to... And they'll to, vote Democrat. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm so used to teachers being so radically left and trying to pervert the minds of our children that it surprises me that there's professors now standing up saying, what are you doing to math? What are you doing? These kids are ill-prepared for any of the sciences, for engineering, for anything else. And I was happy, but I was surprised because I don't see it anymore. I don't see common sense people standing up. Well, we've got a big thing going on in Israel, which the left wing has completely distorted because all they're trying to do in Israel is to stop being a dictatorship of the judiciary. Because in Israel, unlike in our uh, country, if, if the Supreme Court, which is left of left of left of left, thinks a law is unreasonable, whether it was passed by the Knesset, signed by the prime minister, enforced for 10 years, if they decide it's unreasonable, they can stop the enforcement of the law. Now, that is absurd, and that is not a democracy. And Netanyahu, who, thank God they have him, he, wow, thank God they have him. He's trying to straighten that out. And, uh, and, and instead, he's being faced with left-wing uh, insanity 
Uh, and of course, what side is Biden on? The wrong side. Gates, former Secretary of Defense, once said that Joe Biden, his entire career, has never been right about a matter of foreign policy. He could have extended. Joe Biden, in his entire life, has never been right because before he was demented, and even before he was a crook, he was profoundly stupid. And quite the liar. That's been going on liar. his whole career. You can't tell the truth. Even in college, he plagiarized, right? He lied and said the work was his, and it wasn't. So we have Jim in center reach. Well, hey. hello, Jim. Hey, how you doing? I, the story I'm about to ask Rudy about, I heard on CNN, well, Good Morning Joe this morning, when there was commercials for Fox, I switch over, and then I get angry at myself. Uh, probably, it's probably completely untrue, but what is it? Oh, no, I know it's untrue, that, that, without a doubt. But my question to you will be, is there any recourse after we go over it? You know the story. You apologize to the... <laughs> Georgia election board. <laughs> and I, I'm like, come on now. Now, of course I know it's no, no, you don't even have to say anything. But what recourse do you have toward that kind of story? I mean, the word apologize. Everybody, we don't need, a, you know, a dictionary to go over what the, the word apologize means. You didn't apologize for anything, I'm sure. So how do you, how do you get uh, a pound of flesh? Can I ask whomever? a question? Who... What did CNN say he was apologizing oh, for? Oh, no, he About the statements to, the... to the Florida election boards, and it was real quick. It was just, uh, it was words under the, you know, uh, it was no pictures or anything. It was like 10 words. And I'm like, apologize to the Florida, you know, over things that maybe Rudy Jolly said. They didn't go into it. And then I shut it off because I didn't want to talk about it. I said, I got to call Rudy later. They said, well, let me Rudy, tell you what really I... Handled. Yeah, tell me, please. It's very simple. What I did was uh, I entered into a stipulation in a civil case so that we could put aside uh, some of the issues about whether something's true or false, and we can get to uh, constitutional protections that I have for it, in part because uh, it's a, it's a Atlanta jury that would try that part of the case, and you would have no chance with them. And uh, the uh, legal part of the case is very strong. So what I said was, uh, I'm not confirming or denying these statements. I'm not saying they're true. I'm not saying they're false. I'm just saying we don't have to consider them. You can consider them that we're past them. Let's go to the let's go to the parts of the case that have to do with intent and the parts of the case that have to do with constitutional privilege. You do that very often in a case. Uh, I mean, one of the ways you describe it as a lawyer is you say, assuming arguendo, you're not admitting the truth. You're just saying it's not worth contesting this uh, because it's going to take, you know, two years and two million dollars. Let's go to the part of the case that makes sense. Didn't yeah. apologize to anyone. It's it's a regular legal, it's a legal move procedure. Procedure. Yeah. It's a legal procedure to move a case on where you don't. You don't um, say it's true. You don't say it's false. You just go beyond it. Now, once upon a time in journalism, if they weren't a lawyer, you would think they would consult with a lawyer, and then they would have killed the story, well, I mean, right? But, but because the part, there's no story there. And the part they had to make up completely is apology. There was yeah. no apology in it. No, no, not I mean, at all. Some of them said, I admitted I lied. But, of course, right in it, it says, I'm not admitting I lied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the you, statement says, this is not an admission of a lie. It's a concession yeah. for the purposes of, of, of moving on with the case. Because you want to move on. So because I can understand. I can understand if some of them, being wise guys, try to make it a lie. 
It's not, but they could try. But to say it's an apology is... Disingenuous, at least. It's just making it up completely. But they're a bunch of prostitutes. I mean, they're just complete prostitutes. Whatever happened to journalism, it's it's sick what they do They give prostitution a bad name. (laughs) They really, they really really do. Well, I like this caller. There's another another call, Lon, about Georgia, so I hope it takes care of that. Uh, Phil in Brooklyn. Hello. Hello, Mayor. One thing I'm going to be doing. Hey, how you doing? You know, you know, Mayor, I've been in politics since 1964. I was a PR director for the Conservative Party, Bronx County, for nine years. Mm-hmm. For the Tea Party, sure, sure, sure. And I ran for office. I wrote more articles than anybody on the New York Times, and I never lost a debate. What we need is a few uh, Elon Musk to buy MSNBC and CNN, which I call the Communist National News. My relatives in Sicily think CNN is great. They don't understand. We will really? win more votes if it became conservative. And actually, uh, Newsmax, I, I should be working for Newsmax. We should be educating the people about the history of the Democrats. In 1891, the Democrats hung Italians in, in New Orleans. They were, That's right. They hated, it. they hated Italians because they competed with them. They were not uh, slaves. They had great yes. skills. Good, good and they point. continue to do it. Nobody knows. We've got to continue with that, with education. From FDR Jr., who opened, you know, when I ran for office, they called me a racist. I said, me? Jackie Robinson was my hero. And on my radio show I did for seven years, I honored Dr. Martin Luther King. I said, I asked him, I said, who opened up the schools in the South? And he said, oh, what's it, LBJ or Kennedy? I said, you crazy? It was a Republican, Eisenhower, over the fierce objections of Democratic governors, Orville Forbes, Little Rock, you know, and also... It's incredible what the Democrats have done and got away with. If anybody is going to pay, repatriate blacks, Italians, and Jews at the KKK hung, it should be the Democratic Party. And the Republicans got too many rhinos. Too many. They, we get yeah, we do. We, we do. We, 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 you're absolutely right. I don't, I don't know what it is, but we become impressed with their ability to grab power, and therefore we act as a subsidiary to them. And I don't think we recognize that their grab of power is completely based on corruption. But we'll be back with the mayor's final words. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. There's Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani show with the mayor's final thoughts sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers is the organization that is there for our uniformed Officers, police, fire, first responder, and military who were lost in the line of duty or catastrophically injured. And they're there in order to make sure that the home is paid for, in order, in order to make sure that there is a home for those who, who, who need special services in that home in order to have the maximum amount of independence. There's nothing better you can donate your money to. $11 a month is not a terrible burden. And if it is, well, then donate less. But just donate. Become part of it. And if you can donate more, by the way, yeah, do that too. These are our very special people. 
So I'm going to I'm going to complete my thoughts with the with the dismissal or the putting off of or whatever you want to call this the refusal actually what it is technically is the refusal of the United States District Court to accept Hunter Biden's plea because it is not uh, certain that the plea is in the best interest of justice which is the um, standard that a court uh, can use meaning uh, well meaning it looks. Like something is rotten in the state of Denmark, let's put it that way. Um, you have to be a blithering idiot not to realize that this administration has so destroyed our criminal justice system, it doesn't even bear a resemblance to what it used to be. It is now something much more similar to what you would see in East Germany or in the Soviet Union or in Nazi uh, Germany. It's a... Uh, it's a system that is all built around uh, uh, attacking your enemies and gaining advantage for yourself. It's the Biden state police, the Biden state prosecutor. Uh, if there are no political issues involved, then maybe a case could be decided fairly. But political issues range so broadly, including into this whole woke area and into the area of uh, of their definition of equity. Uh, that it's very hard to see a criminal case that isn't prosecuted unfairly one way or the other with a person who's considered a victim being allowed to commit horrendous crimes with very little penalty and people who are considered oppressors who may not in that particular circumstance be oppressing but just trying to save their lives or the life of their child being persecuted. And then for political reasons, the persecution is... Uh, vicious and substantial and ongoing, and I'm not going to tell you about my own because it, it, you seem like a complainer when you do, but I sure can tell you about other people's because there are plenty of those, and I've witnessed it. It has to stop if we're going to get America back. We've got to stop it. We've got to become aware of it. We can't close our back to it. We've got to overcome the bull they throw at us. We have to overcome the, 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 the sophisticated brainwashing they do. We're going to do it. we got time to do it, and we're doing it, I think, pretty well. Well, tonight I'll be on at 8, and then I'll be back tomorrow, WABCRadio.com, at 3 o'clock. God bless you, and God bless America. <laughs>